So wait, what's the clap? What are we Just doing? What's the rhythm? Two, three. All right. So one, two, three. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, <laughs> just forget it. It made no. sense on YouTube. Okay. Hold on. No, no, no. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. All right. You ready? Okay. So it's yep. three, two, one. <gasps> we did it. Oh my god, sister. No, you were delayed. <laughs> you were delayed. You, you were, were delayed. Oh my god. Whatever. Okay. It was sister synchronized. <laughs> It's going to make, it's, you may not understand what I'm doing now, but you will later. It's biblical. Okay. God. <laughs> you believe God is a woman. That song, I don't like it. You don't like it? I love it. God is not a woman, Regan. Obviously, God is not a woman. It's metaphorical, Sam. We're starting with hot topics today on uh, Real Talk. <laughs> First, we're going to talk about the gender of God. Sam, <laughs> this is honesty hour. What do we? What, do, what did I call it? Real Re- talk. Real talk. Sorry, my Memphis came out. I know. <laughs> okay, but were were you ever? Have you ever caught Mem- or not Memphis? Oh, sorry. Twitter after dark, like the hashtag where people just start tweeting crazy stuff. You mean my regular Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> you basically are <laughs> Twitter after dark. I'm basically Twitter after dark all the time. You should change your uh, handle, Reagan after dark. Reagan after dark. <laughs> no, but that was like a thing, and it's just so funny. And I used to like hashtag honesty hour, like whenever I would just like vent on Twitter. I don't do it anymore, but that's kind of where I got the name for my podcast. You know what's so funny though is like I think it's hilarious now that you say that because my Twitter after dark is like first thing in the morning. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm not even kidding. That's when I post that's when my... you go to bed. <laughs> no, not even true. No, that's the opposite. Oh, gosh. Something. Okay. So my job is I drive kids to school in the morning. So you're a bus driver. <laughs> Essentially. I'm a, I'm a like a... Um, Carpool mom. I'm a, I'm a chauffeur. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a carpool mom, a chauffeur, whatever. For minors. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, so I drive them to school and, you know, that's kind of when I like, I guess that's when I get my head together. Like I'm like driving, I'll be like listening to worship music or I'll be, you know, I'll be drinking coffee or listening to a podcast or whatever. That's just kind of like when I center myself and when I'm driving, it's like, you know, when, whenever you drive, that's kind of when all of the thoughts that like you don't normally think come into your head and you like start to analyze all human behavior or is that just me (laughs) Um, yeah and so it's like the world needs to know about what's going on in my head this morning like the world needs to know what is happening in reaganville and so i'll just see like and and sometimes i'll go through like social media and i'll see stuff on facebook and i'll be like like it's like i just use it as like a social commentary and point out the weird things that people do. Yeah, yeah, just at like seven in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's um Stay woke. Stay woke. Oh my god. That's literally no. you. That is girl. <laughs> Here's the topic. Anyways. The topic is over here. We're all the way like on the upper east side. I know. 
I know. It's just, we just get too real, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> this is our second episode. We made it. Oh my to gosh. Week two. We're a day late, but it's fine because life. You know, I ha- I'm a college student. <laughs> yeah. Priorities. Um, so, how was your week? It was so good. Um, Lucky. <laughs> I mean, it was good. Um, I kind of, you know, I just had to get some stuff done. I deleted my Bumble app. Yeah, I did. Why would you delete it before we were going to talk about it today? Um, because... What if I needed you to get on there and experiment? Well, here's the thing. Is I... Every... Every person, and and we'll talk more about this, is like Bumble has just consistently, Bumble, Tinder, Clover, Coffee Meets Bagel, all of these, you haven't heard of Coffee Meets Bagel? No, I'm married. I guess that doesn't mean anything, but. (laughs) What do you mean that doesn't mean anything? I I mean, it doesn't stop other people. They know what's going on. They use that Sam, do you have something you want to tell me? Not right now. Okay, cool. We'll talk later. Twitter Um, after dark. Twitter. (laughs) Stay woke. It's coming up. It's almost, it's usually starts around 11 p.m. on Friday night. So cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, I just like kept consistently like, and and I joke a lot of the time about how like my standards are way too high for Bumble or like I'll like expect something to happen, but you know, it's not. (laughs) And, um, but like pretty much every single guy on, bumble it's like they can't even carry a conversation they can't like they don't understand or at least okay the problem is okay here's what i have assessed about bumble you know i wasn't always beautiful growing up you know i i like i was an ugly kid you know and so i had to learn to have a personality because i had to compensate because then people wouldn't like because you can't be ugly and not have a personality like you have to pick one you know and so I was like I have to learn to survive so I was like okay I'll get a personality well the problem is with these guys on Bumble is that they're all very good looking like a lot of them are very good looking especially like there are some there was one that I was like oh my gosh you are my brand of like person and of course we match and then he has no conversation skills and the problem is is i'm willing to bet anything that he was beautiful his whole life is that he was good looking his whole life so he never had to learn to have a personality like i did he never had to because he was beautiful and so he automatically gained favor from everyone around him and it's just one of those things where it's like only ugly people will understand did you tell him this no (laughs) (laughs) just go off whatever go off i guess i know you've been beautiful your whole life but that does not mean that you can't hold a conversation yeah it's (sighs) it's 1000 percent. all of the ugly people will verify this 100 percent. okay but bumble is the one where you have to contact the guy first correct whatever okay well no and the thing is is you would think that with that app the guys would be worse than the guys on tinder because with Tinder, you like, you know, it can be the guy or the girl. But like, no. Like the guys on Tinder, guys on Tinder are animals. It's a jungle out there. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I would get, 
I would literally get messages on Tinder of things that you would never say to another human being in person upon first meeting them. And it's like, can I just meet one normal human being? And so that's why I deleted it. And it just like, I don't know. I just deleted it because I love myself. Okay, valid. <laughs> and because I just, you know, I needed I needed to work on me. For sure. Well, <laughs> I don't, I, I think Bumble probably existed when I was single. But I used Tinder and uh, I even hate telling people that. But I was on well, there. Yeah. And, but like, see, so when I was like recently single and didn't know like how single people operated because prior to that I had been in a relationship for four years. So like I didn't know like that dating apps and like websites were kind of normal because I always thought it was like just really taboo and like it was weird and I didn't know anybody that like in my friend circle that met online and had like a really good solid relationship I mean I think I knew one couple but they were like really weird so it was just they were made for each other um (laughs) no it's just it's interesting though because like they were both really shy so I'm just like how did this happen what but I guess the whole app thing or the online thing kind of gave them like a way to be a little more comfortable without like totally putting yourself out there because you can kind of take things really slow before you even like actually meet but um so I had found tinder and of course it's like so shallow like oh yeah absolutely I mean because you're like the the focal point of the profile is of course their pictures and then they've got that tiny little space for their biography and you can only fit so much in there um (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to put your whole life story or your Snapchat username like oh, me. Oh, God. Big mistake. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Okay, because <laughs> so I had put my Snapchat, and actually, the, I have a few stories about this. So I put my Snapchat thing in my profile because I was like, well, I want to make sure that I don't get catfished. So, like, this is a good way to, like, prove that someone's real and... I had it in there, but for some reason, I guess, it, honestly, it was such a blonde moment because I put it there thinking you would only see it if you matched with me, like, which is dumb because you see everyone else's profile, you know, but I just like, just totally like went over my head. And then I was so confused because I was at work one morning and I got on Snapchat and I had a ton of like friend requests from people I didn't know. And so I was yeah. like, who are all these people? <laughs> And, like, and then I started getting, like, I also had snaps, and I would open them, and they were not good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was getting pictures of people's pork swords, and it was awful. A pork sword. Oh, my God. I mean, I genuinely (laughs) was, like, terrified because I just don't, I, I will never understand why people do that. Like, does that work? Have you ever, have they ever sent one of those to a girl and they were like, hey, here's my number? <laughs> like, wow. Husband material. Like, no. Here you go. <laughs> but anyway, and so this is kind of weird, but two of probably the best f- 
friendships, I guess we could call them, that came out of Tinder were people who added me on Snapchat that I did not match with on Tinder. So it was kind of weird because like this was before Instagram stories happened. So like I used to post on Snapchat all the time and this was again before they updated it and ruined it. Um, And so like there were these, there was one guy that would respond to like everything that I would like put on my snap story and he actually had a sense of humor and I didn't even know what he looked like and we like just started like carrying conversations and he obviously lived in the same city and so like he knew like it's kind of creepy because people really can stalk you so easy like I'd be at like Huey's in Memphis and he'd be like oh which Huey's are you at and I'm like oh my god bye oh no oh no 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 (laughs) so anyway it's be careful people be smart um but yeah it was just interesting because like i i had gone on a couple of dates um through tinder but i didn't i never like met up with anybody immediately like i waited to make sure that they were like real um and that's mostly done through good old snapchat um or I'd like they'd call me and stuff and I'd well I guess that doesn't really count because people on catfish would get phone calls too but I just like <laughs> I like tried to be really smart <laughs> about it and so um did I ever tell you the story about the guy that uh he like invited me to his apartment and I like almost got stuck there because he wouldn't take me back to my car yes you did tell me that story that was probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me that's like, just when you start screaming and poop your pail your pants you like poop yourself take so that they won't now. so that they no <laughs> i'm serious that's what it. they that's what they tell you to do if like you're being assaulted like you poop yourself or you make yourself throw up or you pee on yourself because more than likely like they're gonna not you know want any part of that i just Unless, don't think i could ever poop on command like that Oh, I can't. Like, if I don't have to go, I don't know. Well, yeah, so he, him and I had been talking for, like, several months, just, like, texting every now and then and stuff and Snapchat, and he was nice, but, like, I don't know. Do you ever, like, just, you just know when you don't like somebody. Like, you're just not interested. And so that's actually how I felt about, like, 99% of the people I met on Tinder. I just, I mean, and I think it's, like, what you said, there's just, like, no personality, like, yeah. I honestly think that they just like, and I think this goes for girls too, we just like knowing that somebody like matched with us and then we're like, okay, I'm done. On to the next one. Like you don't get invested in every single person you match with or whatever. Not at and, all. And if they don't say the right thing right off the bat, you're like, bye. And some people just may not have game, you know, like some people just may not, I don't know. And that's what's yeah. so hard about dating through a phone, because in real life, it's totally different when it's organic. And Yes. Um, yeah, so, you know, there was, I, I don't think I really ever wanted a relationship, I didn't want a relationship with any of the guys that I met, just because after, like, hanging out with them, either they just, they made it very clear that, like, they wanted one thing, and then I was like, no, we're done, because um, that's not what I'm here for, and then... uh I think it was, yeah, it was this guy that I was talking to. I think I had been talking to him to the long, for the longest. And I think we both kind of just, like, knew we were just friends. Like, because he never was really, like, 
he never like pursued me he just always was like do you want to hang out and I'm like okay and it was never like flirty or anything like it's like we were just like buds and um that's nice (laughs) yeah so like but like I I made friends with a lot of these people and it was totally fine it wasn't like weird or anything um but so this guy uh we're gonna name him John Um, wow yeah John basic name biblical um (laughs) but this guy was not very biblical actually maybe anyways what (laughs) (laughs) because like not everyone in the bible was good okay um true yeah (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) so um me and uh said john we went to the movies one day and it was like four o'clock like it was like the weirdest time to go to movie because when it got out it was like 5 30 and we wanted to go or he wanted to go out to eat and i just was like just down to hang out and so we went to um midtown in memphis and it was like you know five o'clock so on a saturday night and everything was packed there was no parking and we just were like let's just come back later or something and he's like yeah do you want to just hang out at my house and this is when um do you remember when like james franco did that like korean movie that was like a big deal yeah and it like got banned or something yeah that movie what was that called is it like the interview or something like that yeah i think so um so that movie had just come out and he was like do you want to watch it and i was like yeah let's go watch it so like we go to his apartment we watch this movie and like you know i sat like on the other side of the room because I didn't want him to think that I was, like, into him. Even though he, like, made no sign that he was interested in me. I just was, like, I don't know you that well. Like, we're just watching this till it's time to go to dinner. Um, I'm also really awkward sometimes. So, I probably made it way weird. Same. <laughs> but we watch this movie, whatever. And then it's, like, I don't know how long it was after that. But we go back to Midtown. We go eat dinner. And we leave my car um, at the movie theater, which, like... I don't even know how far away it was from his apartment. So, like, we ride back in his car, and we get back to his apartment, (laughs) and um, this next part's not G-rated. So, if anybody's listening with children around, kick them out, Um, or pause this and then listen to it later. But, um, (laughs) so, we get back to his apartment, and I don't know why, I, I don't think I, no, hold on, sorry, I was missing, so... After the movie, I left my car at the theater and I just rode with him. And I didn't anticipate like going back and forth between Midtown and his apartment in Memphis. And so I don't have my car. And we leave Midtown. One second. This dog isn't isn't shutting up. Okay. Get inside. She's barking like a little idiot. Okay, so where was I? Um, oh, okay, so anyways, I don't have my car, so I'm stuck with him, and I didn't anticipate, like, going back and forth between places, like, going to eat, going back to his apartment, whatever. So, we go back to his apartment, and he was basically just like, oh, I'm not ready for, like, you to go home yet, like, let's just keep hanging out or whatever, and I was like, okay, whatever. And the thing is, is like, I liked hanging out with him. Like, he was, like, he was cool, but I just, I really would, like, romantically, I was not interested. Like, and honestly, it was too soon to tell, because I felt like I didn't really know him as well yet, even though we'd been talking, like, for months. 
but in person, it's just so different. Um, and so we get back to his apartment, it's pitch black and he like, doesn't turn the lights on. And I don't know where the lights are like, and he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So he just like, <laughs> sorry, just, I'm just laughing. Cause you're just like stuck in the dark. I'm just imagining yeah, you like, <laughs> it was literally so dark. And he, um, he's like, I'm going to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom and I just like go back and sit on the couch where I'd been sitting, you know, earlier and I'm on my mm-hmm. phone and you know how you just like get trapped in your phone. Like you just are checking everything and you just forget like what time it is. So Me on Twitter. Yes, especially Twitter after dark. So <laughs> I, uh, excuse me, I'm just looking through my phone and I realized like it'd probably been like maybe 15 minutes. And I'm like, is he still in the bathroom? Like I didn't hear him come out. And again, like I had never been like in, so his apartment was like a studio apartment kind of. So like you walk in and you're like in the kitchen, which also mm-hmm. is the dining room. And then like the living room is at the end. And he had like this little hallway to like the right. And I never you know, never went down there. So like, I didn't know where he was. So mm-hmm. I like kind of head towards the, uh, hallway and I'm like calling his name. I'm like, John, like, where are you? Like, are you okay? Like, did you fall asleep <laughs> in the bathroom? Like what is going on? And so I look and I see the bathroom and the door is open. So I'm like, okay, he's not in the bathroom. So I keep walking and I look and I see his bedroom and his lights on. He's just laying there in his bed. And I was like, okay. I was like, are you going to bed? Like, are you like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know you like, do you, I know you had to work in the morning and stuff. So I was just like, oh, good night or whatever. And he was like, I'm just hanging out. And I'm like, were you just not going to say anything? Like, it was so awkward. <laughs> I'm just sitting in the living room, like on my phone. Like, where is this dude? Because in my head, I was like, it's like 1030. It's late. Like, I really want to like get back to my car. It probably was actually way later than that, to be honest. But I just was like, I need to go home. And also, um, I still lived with my parents at the time. And, like, even though I think I was, like, 23 or 24, like, our house rules were as long as I lived with them, like, they needed to always know where I was. And I needed to be home at a reasonable time, which I think is fine. I think that's fair. I live in their house. Yeah, that's reasonable. So, and my mom was just, like, super paranoid. So, like, she always wanted me home. And that, like, I mean, woman won't go to bed till I'm in bed. So, right. She would always wait up for me and whatever. So, I'm just like, okay, I need to get back to my car, which was like 30 minutes away. And, um, he's just laying there. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he was just like, oh, I'm just hanging out. And I was like, are you going to bed? And he was like, no. And I was like, then why are you in here? Like, what is happening? <laughs> and so he just like doesn't budge. And so, um, I just like am standing at his doorway talking to him and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, and I was, I think there was a lot of silence. It was just so awkward. He was so awkward. And, um, I just like was like on my phone and stuff. And, um, he was like, you know, you can come sit here. And so I was like, okay. So like I sat on the foot of the bed, like <laughs> super far from him. You just sit on the foot of the bed. Hey, champ, what's going on? <laughs> I just was like, what's going on? Like, why are you in here? Are you tired? Like, do you need to go to bed? Because, like, I need to go. I need my car. 
And so, and also, like, I, I was kind of embarrassed about, like, my whole parent situation. I didn't want to be like, yeah, it's, like, almost my curfew. Like, <laughs> you know, like. I, my mom called and said <laughs> she wants me to come home. Okay, but, like, my mom literally was texting me, like, where are you? And I didn't tell them that I was, like, hanging out with people that I met on the internet. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I, uh, anyway, I was like, well, uh. I told him, I'm like, it's getting kind of late. Like, I'd like to go get my car. And he's like, no, like, just, like, hang out for a little bit or whatever. And I was like, okay. To do what? Like, he just was, like, prolonging me to getting, like, going to take me to get my car. And I'm probably telling this story, like, horribly. But it was just so awkward. And I don't remember a lot of the dialogue. But I just remember being, like, starting to get, like, kind of anxious and nervous. Because I'm just, like, am I trapped here? So, um... I'm sitting, like, on the edge of his bed, and um, there was this other guy from Tinder, and he was one of the Snapchat ghosts that I'd never seen his face, um, but he would always, like, reply to my stuff, like, this is this was one of those people, and he sent me, like, a Snapchat or something of, like, him playing video games or something, just random. Ew. <laughs> John took my phone, like, he reached over and grabbed my phone and he, Reagan, he takes his shirt off and sends this guy a picture of him. So he's like in his bed with his shirt off. And he takes a picture of himself and sends it to this guy. And um, <laughs> so the guy oh, on Snapchat God. responds. And he's like, he was like, Sam, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you had a boyfriend. My bad. Like, I won't, I won't talk to you anymore. And so I get my phone back. And I was like, I was like, oh, no worries. It's my brother. (laughs) (laughs) John was like so pissed. Like I, so then I was like, why are you getting mad? Like you're going to take my phone, take your shirt off and send somebody pictures. Like that's not cool. I mean, like we weren't together. So, and I didn't even like him. So I was just like, what the heck is he doing? But I think he was like kind of jealous or something that I was like, you know, that other people were like blowing my phone up um so then I was like hey like you know I need to get to my car at this point like it was like 1 a.m um and he was like can't you just stay the night and I said um no like my mom will kill me (laughs) I don't like she'll call the police and I couldn't tell my mom that I was there I didn't even know where I was and so I was like dude no I was like you don't understand I was like I have to get home like I have a curfew and I just I just was like I'm just gonna tell him like I am a grown woman with a curfew and he like didn't believe me and he was just like I just don't understand why you can't stay the night he's like I have to get up at 5 30 for work and he's like by the time I take you to your car and I get back home I'm not gonna get enough sleep and I was like well like you should have thought about that when you told me not to take my car and he was like just stay and it's us just going back and forth and I was like dude no like I can't stay the night here like I have to go home and he was like I'll just, I can take you to your car first thing in the morning. And I was, he's like, it's in a few hours. And I was like, no. So as he's like trying to convince me to stay, I get an Uber. And I was like, I'm just going to get an Uber. And he was like, no, you're not. You're not, you're not leaving. And I was like, yes, I am leaving. And he was like, um, he was like, this is like terrifying. I know. This is like, 
I like low key was like kind of starting to panic because he's like in his bed. Like clearly he was trying to like see if I would react to him being in bed and like get in bed with him or something or like, you know, make a move. Cause I think that was like his way of like trying to say like, Hey, like if you want to do this, I'm here. And I just was at first, I was like, wait, what are you doing? Are you tired? Like are you going to sleep? Like, I don't... <laughs> and so <laughs> you taking a nap? Like, yeah. Like, I don't do well with signals. Like, I wasn't catching them. Um, and so, you know, I get a buzz on my phone that my Uber's arrived. So I was like, well, my Uber's here. Um, see you later. And he, like, jumps out of bed and he's like, are you serious? Like, you really called an Uber. And I'm like, is it really that big of a deal? Like, I need to get back to my car and go home. And he was, like, super awkward. Like, he he actually, like, walked me outside. I think he, like, didn't believe me or something. I don't know. But he, like, walked me outside and uh, he was like, bye. Like, he was pissed and it was kind of petty. And I get into this Uber, downtown Memphis, very scary, <laughs> one, one or two o'clock in the morning. And I had a female driver, which kind of made me feel better. And she was super nice and she was like, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, girl, I don't know. I almost got killed. <laughs> no, but I told her, I was like, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Did you really tell her that? Yes. I was like, cause I, I, I was like, I didn't have a way to get to my car. And so like, you know, I go and finally get my car. I never saw him again. I never heard from him ever again <sighs> after that. Thank God. But yeah, so that was kind of a long story, but like, it just really freaked me out because like, I had only hung out with him maybe two or three times prior to that, and it was always just, like, in public. Like, I'd never been, like, to his apartment. But after, like, kind of knowing a little bit more about him, and, you know, we'd been, like, texting for a long time, but it was never, like, I don't know, it was weird. It was never, like, flirty or anything. We were just, like, friendly. And I feel like I've always been that girl who's such, like, a boy. Like, I've always had guy friends, and so, like, I've just never been, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I... You're not a flirtatious person. No, and, like, I can be friends with guys, and it's just, like, like I feel like we're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, so I can totally relate to that because, um, like I said earlier, I grew up ugly, so I had a lot of... <laughs> I hate when you say that because, like, it's not true. <laughs> no, li- Sam, listen. Okay, I'm not turning this into a TED talk anyway, but no, I grew up and like, I wasn't the guys that were in my age group did not find me attractive. Is that better? Okay. Relatable. I had a mustache for a really long time. Oh girl. (laughs) Anyway, but a lot of guys, my age group didn't find me attractive, but because I had a good personality, they liked hanging out with me. And so I remember when, um, my senior year of high school, when I got my first kiss, a guy kissed me and he was my and he was my best friend at the time. And I was telling my other friend about it. And I'm like, yeah, but it was like it was dumb. It was like a joke. And she's like, Reagan, what do you mean it was a joke? <laughs> I'm like, like, he didn't mean it. <laughs> like, she's like, she's like, mean it. <laughs> like, Reagan, like. That's not how kisses work. That's not, that's not how it works. And I'm like, wait, so like, do you think he actually like likes me? And she's like, I don't know. He did kiss you. (laughs) So it's like, 
and like and because so no i totally get it it's like i just don't think that way whenever guys talk to me i'm like yeah. immediately i mean unless they're like really like flat out like oh yeah then yeah i'm like okay like and and, and even then i'm like that's enough like <laughs> let's not do this well, well even then even then sometimes when guys are really flat out with me i'll be like you're so funny <laughs> <laughs> I would have the weirdest encounters. So I used to work at, and I still kind of do. I work um, as a, I used to work as a fragrance vendor in Macy's. And um, I would get, so like basically what that is for people that don't know, um, is that like a fragrance vendor are those ladies that stand out in the middle of the aisle, maybe not in the middle of the aisle, but they stand by the counter and they pass you you cards. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Stop reinforcing that stereotype. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. Um, And so we pass you the cards or whatever. Well, you know, we would, and a lot of, like, that's a primarily, there's very few men, like, male workers who work that, like, who work in that department. It's all very much women in their 50s. Yeah. And 60s. (laughs) And I was, like, the only young one. And so I would get a little bit more attention than the older women. Just a little bit. And I just remember like the weirdest, like men would say the weirdest things to me, like while working. Like I remember one time I was passing a card and I would go, hi, would you like to try Juicy Couture? You know, because that was the fragrance I sold. And I remember one time a guy like looks at me and he just stops and he goes, you have fat jaws. And I was like, what? And he's like, you know, you got fat jaws. And I was just like, "Ah." like, no, no, I literally just like laughed. And I was like, bye. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then there was a there was another guy who. um, Oh, what was it? I was working or whatever. He walks up to me and he goes. You know I'm taller than you, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm five foot two, so that's really not much of a, an accomplishment. And he was just like, he literally like just looked at me after that, and then just walked away. And it was like, why are people so weird? One time, and this wasn't a man story, but this is just like a funny story. I remember one time I was walking, not walking. I was standing in the aisle, and this lady walks past. This like family. I'm assuming. They were of some sort of Latin, um, Hispanic race. But she walks up. She's walking by. And it's like this old grandma stops. And she turns to me. And she grabs me by the chin. And she goes, (laughs) beautiful. And then walks away. And I felt great about myself afterwards. But it was very weird. I've never had a stranger grab me by the face. But um, Yeah, that's a a little scary. You worked at Macy's too. We worked at Macy's together for a little bit. Honestly, um, that was probably the best season of my life. Which is so funny because I remember I would come home or, or I would come home. Um, I would go over to your house like after you would work a shift at Macy's and you would always like talk like so bad about it. But Well, I hated a lot about it, but like when I look back on it, I just remember the good things. And oh, yeah. I just remembered just, like, cutting up with you, and that was so fun. Um, but, like, I loved that I got to play with makeup because that's, like, my one true love. And 
But what I didn't like and what I've learned that I didn't like is I don't like having clients that you don't know. Like, I love getting to do my friends and family, like, do their makeup and their hair. Like, that's so much fun for me. But, like, people I don't know, that's really hard for me. Like, I struggled with that at Macy's because people don't know what they want and... You know, these girls that, like, never, ever wear makeup come to a makeup counter and they're like, I want my face did. And then you do their makeup, like, the picture they showed you, and then they're, like, really shocked and, like, horrified. And I'm like, they're like, you know, this doesn't look natural. And I'm like, well, neither does the picture you sent me. Like, (laughs) they come up and they're like, I want the natural look. And then they show you, like, a smoky eye with a winged liner. Smoky eye with red lips. (laughs) And fake eyelashes. And I I remember I worked at the uh, Mac counter for like two months. (laughs) Solid Um, two months. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a, that's a wild story. That's like a, that's, that's That's a podcast podcast. in itself. That's yeah. So I worked at the Mac counter for a little bit. And so my dog just barked. I'm so irritated with you right now. Why are you like this? I promise I'm nice to animals. Anyway. Um, That's just how I talk to everyone that I care about. It's <laughs> okay. my love language. Violence. Honestly. I never, like, hit the dog. Anyway. I worked at the mat counter for a little bit, and I remember people would come up to the counter, and they would be like, can you fix my acne? <laughs> and they would have, I mean, and not to be, like, rude or ugly, but they would have some just, like, rough, like, rough skin. Like, yes. Like, their skin looked like a top of, uh, what's it called? Like, those maps of the U.S. Topographical? Topo- topograph? Hold on. I, f- I, I feel like know, an idiot. I'm not American. <laughs> yes, you are. You're like the mo- you're more American than I am. Topographic. Yeah. Okay. So, their face that would thing. straight up look like a topographic map of the U.S. That's nasty. And I'm like, yeah. And so... And some of that, I get it. Like, some of it is you, like, you really have that problem and there's nothing you can do. It's hereditary. It's genetics. It's whatever. Well, I would ask them, or no, no, no. It wasn't that they were like, can you cover up my acne? And I'm like, okay, well, first, like, what does your skincare routine look like? And they're like, oh, I just go to bed. (laughs) Like, they're like, oh, I just, you know, like, you know, I was like, do you wash your makeup off before you go to bed? And they're like, no. no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's probably why your skin is jacked and you have no eyelashes. Um, so start there. And they would like get mad at me. Obviously, I wouldn't say it like that. But <laughs> I would be like, you know, you like there's only so much. I wouldn't say I wouldn't even say that either. I was going to say there's only so much makeup can do. But it's like, if I keep putting makeup on top of your acne, it's not going to help it if you're not going to take care of your skin. Exactly. Now, if you start establishing a skincare routine, I'm very passionate about this. Mm -hmm. I think I've yelled it. I think I've yelled at you before. Absolutely. For for not washing your face before you go to bed. I know. You need to do it, Sam. I will fight you. Okay. Um, We'll do it tonight. Gosh. Good. Anyway, but... It's just one of those things where they would just expect, you know, I'm a makeup artist, not a wizard. 
I don't, I can't, you know, fix everything. But yeah, no, I, I remember. So I can kind of see where you're coming from. I obviously didn't work in makeup as long as you did, um, just because it wasn't really my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you just like to buy it. I love to buy it. it. I love to put it on myself. I love, and and honestly, it might be the same thing as you. I love putting it on my friends. I remember I helped with one of my friend's weddings and I did makeup for her bridesmaids and it was so much fun. I had a blast. And so fun. Yeah. And so that I like. That's the aspect of it that I like. I don't like sitting in a store and working these hours and searching around through drawers, trying to find somebody's ruby woo lipstick it's that's just not my yeah you have to have a lot of patience and like I think the the thing that I didn't like about it was having to push like the sales like you know one every week it was like okay we're gonna promote this product and I'm like that stuff is garbage and you know then they're like why didn't you sell any of this and I'm like because it's crap like I just I I just believe in having integrity and you can still have it even when you work sales. Um, it's just hard because sometimes it's not like what your bosses want. But my thing is, is like, how am I helping the store and the company or whatever if right. I sell products that really aren't good and people return them? I lose my commission. Or people, like, right. Or even if people return don't return them, they're not going to come back because they're not going to trust what you have to say well and like it also kind of hurts you know my reputation because then they're like oh you know she only sells like people know when you're selling them something they know and i didn't i didn't want to ever be like that person they're like well every time she recommends something like i always end up returning it because it doesn't work for me and like i just never wanted to be that person so i was really big on just being honest and telling the truth and like if i didn't think something was good or didn't look good or perform well like i told people um, so that, I don't know, I probably, I'm just not good with sales. Like, that's just not my thing, but it was fun. Like there were, there were fun moments. It wasn't always fun. There was, the management was awful. Um, <laughs> it was so chaotic sometimes, but looking back on it now, like it was fun that I got to do what I love with, you know, makeup. I just, there's a few things I would change if I could, but there was also some really crazy customers like, Oh, the thing is, is it's crazy. I will say this. I think every person, no matter what social class, no matter what race, religion, whatever you are, whatever you decide to do with your life, some, like you need to work either a waitressing or a waiter, like a food or retail job so that you understand like what that's like. Because people will come in and talk to you all kinds of crazy ways and like just talk to you like you're garbage and it's one of those things where I don't do well with that. Enneagram eight. Um, like I don't always, I'm always ready to fight. And the beauty of like a fragrance vendoring job is like fragrance vendors don't work for Macy's. They work in Macy's. So like if I want, and I chose my own hours. So if I wanted, I could get up and leave if I wanted to. And I have before because I was like, I just remember there would be people that would come in and they'd be really rude to me when all I was doing was trying to help them. And I remember I was like, you know what? I don't have to put up with this. And I just left because, you know, like 
I'm not going to sit here and let people treat me and talk to me a certain way, but not every retail customer service person has that same luxury where they can walk out or a food service. So it's like, it to me, it just made me more conscious of how I treat people who are serving me. Yeah. And how I treat people who are working because it's like all, they're just trying to help. They're just trying. It's their job. Yeah. Right. Now, there are some that are rude and I have encountered some rude retail people and I have encountered some rude um, food service workers or whatever. And at that point, it's like, even then I'm not rude to them, but it's like, I just don't, you know, I just, that they just won't get my customer service again. The only, I don't know if I've ever pulled a, I've, I've never pulled a, can I speak to the manager? I've never done that before. I've never lost my cool on like a service, like any form of like service person. Um, well, no, that's not true. That was with Apple, but they had me on the phone for like three hours on hold. So <laughs> yeah, so that was very justified. But, um, and then literally like, cause up until that point I had been so nice. And then like, it wasn't until I finally got like rude and mean that they actually did what I needed them to do. So yeah. But anyway, not the point. Um, but like even then, it's like there's so many times where people just default to being rude and to being unkind. Where it's like there's so many steps that you can take before you get to that point. Absolutely. But that's just so many other people's defaults. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I think people have this like in their head that if they're rude and they're loud and they're like mean, that they're going to get their point across better and they're going to get what they want. Like a lot of times you just like screwed yourself out of the problem getting fixed or whatever. Like I, um, the one thing that I hated because I, I don't know what it is now, but like Macy's policies for us at least in that location um if people wanted to come get their makeup done like you couldn't turn them away like having appointments i think is something that mac has always done and that's to their brand like that's how they do because i mean it's a makeup counter um and they have actual well, also makeup they probably well, yeah well they probably get a lot more traffic and they kind of have to keep yeah. that like in line well, and, like, so with our counter, like, we technically were, like, not allowed to turn people down. But, like, we started having an appointment, like, system because we were getting so busy and our counter was so popular. Like, people knew that they could come get their makeup done. And so, like, on the weekends when we were our busiest, we operated by appointment only. And obviously, like, if people walked in and we didn't have an appointment or, like, we would help them. But, you know, if you come in during, like, our like our rush hour time and you wanted your full face done and you didn't have an appointment, like, we were going to tell you no. And I had one lady, like, try to, like, like I really think she wanted to fight me because <laughs> she, she came in and was like, I need my whole face done, blah, blah, blah. Like, I have this to go to or something. And I was like, well, I was like, yeah, unfortunately, like, we're booked today. Like, and I think it was just, like, one of those Saturdays where we also didn't have anybody scheduled to close or someone, like, to, to close and could do makeup. Because our thing was, like, if you were working on people, 
we also needed one person to manage like the register and the walk-in traffic and stuff like there always needed to be two people and I think sometimes our schedule got so messed up that like there'd only be one person and so I told her I was like you know after this time like is our last appointment like you know we don't have anybody after this and blah 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 and she like got mad and she went over to Mac which was directly across from my counter and tries to get them to give her an appointment but they were like a I think Mac you have to call ahead like you have to yeah you can't just walk in you can't like we want like they wouldn't we wouldn't it was take too them. busy yeah and well, so and we always had a rush hour like I remember working at Mac and you were literally always doing something like there was yeah. never any downtime yeah and yeah so she like walks over there and as she walks over there we had like um I don't know like during the holidays we had like those random like seasonal people that were just kind of like extra bodies to do random stuff even though they didn't know how to do anything um but we had like two girls that were helping us and they couldn't do makeup so they were just like managing registers and just like helping show people where stuff was and check them out and um I walk over to the two of them and I was like hey like you know, just so you guys know, on Saturdays and Sundays especially, like, we cannot take walk-ins. Like, we do appointment only because we're, like, always booked. And that's all I said to them. So then I, like, kind of look over and that lady is over at the mat counter talking to one of the mat girls. And she starts pointing at me. And, like, I can tell she's, like, mad. Like, she's, I, I just, <laughs> I could feel it. Like, I could see by her body language and just, like, the look on her face. Like, she was upset. So then she comes back over. And she was like, I saw you you telling them not to help me. And I was like, that's not what I told them. And she's like, I saw you. She's like, oh, you just don't want to help me because I'm black. And I was like, uh, no, I, I, like, I can't help you because we don't have appointments available. And she's like, I know what you were doing. You were telling them like to not help me. And, you know, y'all are just trying to act like you're busy. And I'm like, do you not see all these people in here? Like, all four of our booths were taken, getting their faces worked on. And I was like, is she serious? And she just kept trying to make it personal, like, as if I personally was, like, choosing not to help her. But I was like, we're, I mean, I was literally in the middle of working on someone's face. And she just, like, went nuts. And she starts, like, saying how she doesn't get treated fairly and how it's because of this, this, and this. And I was just like, I'm so sorry you feel that way. But, like, we're booked. It ain't that deep. (laughs) I think there are people in the world that they just like to be mad about stuff. Mm -hmm. They just want something to be mad about. And and that's across all ages, races. Well, actually, you know what? No, I take that back. I've noticed that a lot of, like, teenagers... Or, like, younger people, like, people our age don't really do that. Like, I've never had an experience with a younger person. Mm-mm. Like, for the most part, a lot of younger people that come in and ask for help, most for the most part, they're really polite. Yeah. They're really respectful. And they're really patient. It's always, like, it's always people that are, like, 40 and up. Yeah. That are just rude. Grumpy. Like, and they just don't know... They, they, they just like come in and they're already mad and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do to change their mind because they've been mad for all this time. And so, and you just kind of have to deal with it. But yeah. no, I definitely, um, 
I sympathize with you, friend. I really do. Yeah, and it, you know, it's good times. <laughs> but it just, it's like, it's more sad than anything because I'm just like, like that probably ruined her whole day. You know, she was like so mad about it. And I I just was like, I, I'm in the middle here. Like, I only have two hands. If I could take on more clients at once, I would. Like, yeah. we didn't have the time or the space or the power to do it. But anyway, Macy's was, it was 50-50. But there were so many great, like, I just remember some of our best, like, conversations were when I would, like, come down and sit in your chair and you would just do my makeup and we would, like, I know. We had so much be so fun. dumb. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I loved it. And it wasn't, you know, one of my best jobs that I've ever had, but um, it was cool. And, you know, I think... I think after that, I, I don't think I would ever go back to retail. Like, I don't think I could. Oh, no. I've been burned. No. Like, I'll come in and help occasionally because it's, you know, I'll help. But I'm not doing it, like, because for a while, it was, like, my main job. But yeah, that was, like, your now it's, like, and but now it's not, you know. Now I have my... um nannying job and it's so much better than retail yeah (laughs) and so yeah I'm I'm never going back (laughs) Mm -mm. can't yeah and like my job now um I do have to deal with some customers and clients of ours um and like this this last week I've had to deal with a little bit more than I usually do and I just wish I had more patience for people Um, and I think maybe that's why I didn't enjoy Macy's as much because I just, I'm just not a customer service person. Like I can handle some things every now and then, but like just day to day customer service, like retail, that's, that is not for me. I am more of a back office kind of girl behind the scenes. Receptionist. Not even that. No, I hate being a receptionist. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I did something really fun tonight. Okay. I made enchiladas. Ooh. Remember when I made enchiladas and I put corn in them and you made me take all the corn out? (laughs) I hate corn so much. It's so gross. Well, listen. I do remember that, though. It actually kind of sounds weird now that I think about it, but, like, I had this friend when I worked at Bingo. Was it Bingo? I think that was bingo. She had this bomb enchilada like recipe and she would put like corn in it. And I was like, okay. And it actually like tastes really good. And I just remember I like, (laughs) I was like about to give it to you and you were like, um, here's the thing. You're like, (laughs) I don't really eat corn. And you were like, you were like so sweet about it. You were like, no, I, I just like, I just don't like it. And now you'd be like, you'd be like, screw corn. (laughs) Well, like, I didn't want to be rude because I think it was like the first, it was one of the first, it was the first time you've ever cooked for me. Yeah. One. It was the first time you ever cooked for me. Bad first date. Yeah. And it was like, and we had kind of like, I didn't fully show you my true self at that point. Like, you know how, like when you become friends with someone 
it's like, oh no, you, they have to get to level three to see that side of me. Oh, for like, sure. Like we were on, we were on level two at that point. You weren't ready to and, unleash the corn. Yeah, we we knew that we liked each other as people, but like, I needed to like kind of ease you into who I am. But anyway, for sure. But I just, you know, I've always thought corn was really gross. The texture freaks me out. I have a really, you know, I'm really weird about different foods. So she starts, you know, she starts to put the corn in and I'm like, wait, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, and it's like, well, like, I'm not going to be rude and be like, um, could you like not put corn like corn is (laughs) you know, I'm not going to do that because that's rude. I just was, you know, I've tried to be as respectful as I possibly could. Just like, I really don't like corn and i thought about telling you i was allergic but i'm like no i'm not gonna do that allergic to corn get out (laughs) i think i have told people that before oh my god no i literally did so we were saying back when i was in ministry school we would go on these work trips to pay for our tuition Mm -hmm. and i remember there was one where we we went to like a area in like wisconsin or no it was new jersey it was new jersey and um one of our one of the students in the school had family in new jersey and it was a puerto rican family Mm -hmm. and um i remember you know they were talking about yeah like you know we'll cook for y'all we'll do all this stuff and so the guy let's call him um jorge sure let's call him jorge i was talking to jorge and i was like listen I need you because he knew about my thing with corn mm-hmm. and my thing with beans, which apparently is like the main food groups of Puerto Rican food. Absolutely. I don't know, according to him. But I was like, and I talked to him about, I'm like, Jorge, you're going to have to tell your family that I'm allergic or something. And he was like, you want me to tell my family <laughs> that you're allergic to corn and beans so that you don't have to eat them? I'm like, Jorge, please tell them this. I'm like, I really need you to tell them this because I'm not going to be able to make it through this trip if I have to eat corn and beans. I can't do it. Not happening. And he was like, okay, I'll tell them. And so this family believed that I was allergic to corn and beans for the entirety. That's That's just how much I hate. Yeah, it was really. Anyway, I look back at that and I'm like, at that like i'm like reagan that's insane but then at the same time i would do it again if i had to but nowadays with all the allergies out there like it it can't be that far-fetched and (laughs) i remember because i don't eat eggs like i'll eat stuff that has egg in it like you know if i go to hibachi and they make the fried rice there's eggs in it i'll eat it um Mm -hmm. but like eggs for breakfast scrambled eggs all that like i don't do it i won't do it um yeah but in like in japan um it's really different there because like what you see on the menu is what you get. Like there's no changing, adding, removing, substituting. Like it's not like here in America where you can be like, I want, you know, the 20 piece nugget, but I only want 14 pieces. Like you can't do that in Japan. (laughs) You can't do that in America either. We tried it. One day someone is going to fall for it and actually only give me what I want. But (laughs) they're just like putting them in one by one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) they're counting anyways um and so i learned how to say like no egg in japanese so like they wouldn't put egg in my food like if there was stuff that i wanted that had egg in it or something and i remember i went somewhere and they were like we can't do that like because there it's just it's it's as is and i think i told them 
that they asked like if I had an allergy and I was like, yes. And ever since then, like when people give me a hard time, like some people, um, I'll be like, yeah, I'm allergic. They're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I can't have anything with eggs. And they're like, what? And I'm like, just, I'm allergic. Okay. I have an EpiPen. (laughs) My brother-in-law says that, but that's just mainly about things that he doesn't like. Like if we're like, I remember we were playing, we were doing something with my family and my mom's like, oh, like Brian, do you want to play dominoes? He's like, no, thanks. I'm allergic. (laughs) That's like what he does. So that's like what it reminds me of. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It gets you out of a lot of things. Yeah. I just, you know, I just, I'm really weird about textures. I don't like corn. I don't like beans. I really don't like a lot of cooked vegetables. I don't like cooked broccoli, but I love raw broccoli. I like, um, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't like applesauce. Applesauce, I think, has. I like the taste of applesauce, but I don't like the texture of it. Yeah, the texture is kind of, it's like, it's like not smooth. Yeah, no, and I like the taste of onion, but yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's weird. And it makes me feel like, I I feel like I'm eating throw up whenever I eat applesauce. That's like what I visualize. Okay. But I like I like the taste of onions, but I don't like the texture of onions. Like I don't like the like I don't like them crunching in my mouth. I don't know. It's really it's really strange, but you know, it's whatever. Um I'm a survivor. I'm an overcomer. You know, I've been fighting this for a long time. Um Are you gonna get a tattoo with like a ribbon? In the arms of the angel fly You know, it doesn't help that you have a dog barking outside while you're singing that song. (laughs) I don't know what to do with her. I'm sorry to everyone that's probably like hearing this dog. She's fine. She's not starving. I fed her when I got here. She's just she just likes to bark. And it's eleven. Perhaps Twitter after dark. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get this dog a bumble. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other like horror stories from dating online. I never actually went on dates. I'm proud of these. you. I've yeah, it just, because there was no one because I literally there was maybe one guy that I remember. Okay, there was two. One, I met him on Tinder and he was really cool and he was really like witty and that's mm-hmm. like my thing. That is I my think brand. I yeah as my brand and he was really witty and I remember like he asked me out on a date and I was like oh my gosh like what the heck and I remember he actually used he went to the university that I went to and I would see him all the time and I remember thinking to myself oh my gosh we would call him um Bucky because he looked like Bucky Barnes from the Captain America yeah MCU he that's what he looked like and he had long hair and he was like really buff and i remember being like oh my god he's cute he's witty he actually asked me out on a date like let's do this oh my gosh and then like oh the day that he like asked me i like couldn't go i was like hey like i really can't go that day because i was out of town and i was like like i really want to meet up another time Mm -hmm. and he was like okay just let me know or something like that And so then I, like, messaged him later on. I was like, hey, like, you know, still, you know, when are you free? And he never responded. 
And I feel like looking back, I think he thought that I was going to ghost him. And so, uh, so yeah. Just did it and, first. Yeah. And so it's like, but I really wasn't. Like, I really was going to go on a date with him. I think you need to call him right now. Live on the podcast. <laughs> Bucky. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> anyway, um, he's going <laughs> to. Anyway. Uh, and then the other guy I met whose name. I can't say his name on here, but it's really funny because it's another um, MCU-related name. Okay. Um, and that was his actual name. But I remember we were talking, and he – I remember, like, we had some pretty great conversations. We had, like, a – like, we had a pretty solid thing going back and forth. But then I found out that he had kids that were 16 and 18. And I'm 22. Reagan. I know. And I and he was older, like obviously he was older and that and I Your father. Um first of all, my dad is like sixty three. That's hot. So So that's not even like whatever. No, I I think he was I think he was thirty nine. Okay, whatever. Listen, it it hasn't stopped me before, and it will never stop me. As long as the he has only like thing a good is, pension plan, it's fine. Well, that was the thing is like, and it wasn't even like the kids situation. There was like some other things going on that I was like, eh, that's a little sketchy. But um, just kind of like his living situation and just like his job situation, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like one thing to be 25 and have kind of a weird job situation, but it's another thing to be 39 with two almost grown kids. And have like a weird job situation. It was strange. But. Yeah. Actually I talked to a guy for a while. And I feel I still. Well I don't feel bad now. I don't miss him or anything. Because um, I never met him in person. But I'm. We talked a lot. And he lived in a different state. But he wasn't that far <laughs> from Memphis. Um, okay. And We're, we are kind of on like the border of. Yeah, yeah, like seven states. Um, <laughs> the South is so big. Um, but he was, like, recently divorced. Like, at the time, he probably had only been divorced for, like, a year or two. And he had a, he had a son. And I wasn't really, like, thrilled about that because I just was, like, I don't I, – I, I don't – I never – I don't know. I'm not opposed – like, at the time, I wasn't opposed to dating someone who had a kid, but, like – I just feel like that's you you commit to a lot more when you're in a relationship with people who have children, especially if you ever meet the children. Ooh. And so, um, which I never did. I never met with him, but he was like he actually was like a really nice guy and he would always call me and he was always trying to see me and I just kept blowing him off and I like I feel bad about that cuz I wish but well hold on. No, I don't feel bad because I did make myself clear that like I didn't want to date him and I told him I was like I'm afraid that if I let you meet me in person like you're just gonna you're gonna keep trying like I don't want to give you the impression that like because I'm meeting you that I'm interested Mm. like that's pretty direct (laughs) yeah and I but like he never like he didn't give up and he didn't give up until I like like I literally like just blocked him on everything Cause he, but he like really was sweet. And I, like, I think he's, you know, I don't think he was a bad guy, but I just felt like just where we were in life, just 
it wasn't for me, obviously. I found my husband not too long after that. So, um, can't relate. It worked out. But yeah, it's just online dating is weird. And like, I like talking about it because I feel like people don't talk about it enough, but it's always so weird when you meet people in person. And so I'm kind of glad that you haven't actually gone on a date because I, fi- I found those dates to be very discouraging. Well, it's like, and it, there was just never anyone that I thought to myself, like, this is somebody worth spending mm-hmm. my time with. Like, I really, it, it, I don't know. And maybe it's because, like, what I'm looking for in relationships is so different than people exactly my age, mm-hmm. like what they're looking for in relationships. So it's like, I think I'm just naturally going to like, not to be depressing, but I think I'm just naturally going to be disappointed because a lot of like people that are on Bumble and on Tinder, they're looking for a specific thing that I'm not interested in. And so I just kind of, you know, I just realized like, and that's kind of why I deleted it is because it's like the large, large, large majority. I don't know if I found a single person who like really was interested in like Mm -hmm. a real relationship. And so it's just like, you know, and that's, and some people, and I, and and that was the the thing that initially pushed me to do Bumble and Tinder because I heard stories about real people, like actually looking for relationships, finding actual people and, you know, that was kind of like, okay, like, there's hope. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think, for me, I just don't think that's the way. Because I'm just such a... It's hard because, you know, and like you said, it's very shallow. And it's like, and I'm just... I like to think that I'm not a shallow person. I like to think that, like, I want to, like, talk and get to know the person. And then, like, gradually mm-hmm. get to the point. Like, I want to be somebody's friend first before yeah. I... You know, I think about them romantically. I just think there's something special and it's also kind of like a lost art of organically having relationships with people that like you meet in person and it's, there's no pressure, there's no screen, like you're not hiding behind anything. Like, I just think that's the best, but I do know that people meet online and there are success stories but I honestly feel like the people who have had like the best I don't know experience or like people who actually have the success are like when they pay for those sites like match.com or honestly honestly because those are the people that are serious like and those obviously like those are people who are willing to spend money to like really go through the details and find somebody that they're compatible with it's so much more than just like what's your profile picture and your little one-liner and what you post on snapchat like it's just so much deeper and so I feel like also that those sites kind of grab a more mature audience too for the people that it works for great for them like more power to them I'm glad that they found the person that they want to spend the rest of their life with yada 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 have you ever For been me, catfished? No. Well, not that I know of because I never went on dates. Um, so I'm going to need you to get back on there and try to find a catfish. Or you oh do the catfishing. I just need some excitement. Oh, oh, there goes my dog. All right. I think Max is saying it's time to wrap up. Mm-hmm. It's been real, girlfriend. It's been fun. It's been lit. and it, And now it's officially Twitter after dark, so... I've got somewhere to be.